Hello, hello, hello. Today is Tuesday, December 12th, 2023, episode number 470. Please remember to like, share, subscribe, and hit the notification button so you know when we go live. You're in the litter box with Jules and Cat Turd. Hey there, Cat. How are you? Hey, hey, hey. What's that happening? Oh, what a day today. <laughs> This is like three in the morning. I heard a cat screaming. I got up and said, What's, my cats never scream. And there was a black fluffy cat outside of my porch screaming. I was like, God, but I, I do feed some of these wild cats in the woods every now and then. But I mean, they're feral. You open the door, they scatter. But it was, I guess it hurt his back leg and couldn't climb a tree or anything to get away from anybody because it had a pretty bad injury in his back leg. Not too bad, but bad enough to screw it up from climbing, I'm sure. So. Oh my God! I got it and put it in my garage in a cage right now for the heating pad. Of course, you. On he's been sleeping all day, but I can't keep this cat. I can't introduce another cat to my six cats. Oh my gosh! But I'll try to do it. So anybody wants this cat, (laughs) if anybody wants this cat, let me know. I'll I'll pay to get it fixed or whatever, and get it shot. Sweet cat. I know. I know. I have no idea where it came from. Well, that's how it works around there. I mean, we have no idea what the history is, but they get very comfortable over there at Cat Turd Ranch and they become permanent residents. So um, I don't know. It always starts in the garage and then it ends up in the house on a pedestal. This one's not. I can't. (laughs) They're too. There's too many now to to do it. There's too much. The the dynamic won't work. So I'll try to find a home. Okay. Well, we'll can't see just let it happens. out now because my dogs, my dogs will kill it instantly. So if it's not feral enough to run when it sees a dog, or not be smart enough not to come over there during the day, it's got to go. I don't know where it came from. My goodness sakes! Well, just so everybody knows, I don't know how you all are doing as far as the signal and what's going on with Rumble or locals. You'll have to let us know. I'm assuming that it's okay for most of you, but they have absolutely had a huge cyber attack. And so if you are unable to watch it here on our channel on Rumble, which is our preferred, then you can check it out on some of the other platforms and you can go to inthelitterbox.com and you can click on any of those other platforms there at the very bottom. You'll see we're on Twitter, we're on Getter, we're on all these different other ones. They're not nearly as good, but hey, you know what? In in trying times, at least we have alternatives. I mean, let's face it, we didn't even have Twitter or Rumble for a while there. And that's one thing. I I got the nicest letter from somebody in my email, and they were talking about, hey, you know, I mean, it's really great that Alex Jones and all these other people are getting their accounts reinstated. But what about our accounts? We were kicked off. You know what? Just so you know, if it makes you feel any better, I still have not gotten my original account back. Cat Turd encouraged me to start a new one. So that's what I did. And so far, so good. I'm not saying, but maybe I am, wink, wink, that you should do the same. But for now, anyway, until they get to the bottom of this, of course, they're going to probably allow the bigger accounts back. It's making a splash. It's making an impact. But don't think for one second people don't know what happened to you. Just because you don't have, you know, a a big name like Alex Jones or some of the others doesn't mean that your concerns won't be addressed later on. I think it's a great step going forward. And hopefully, if you can just be somebody temporarily and and continue to appeal, I've done it twice. I've appealed twice, and I got denied both times. But just go through the process and see after a while if they start to lessen that a little bit. A lot of people are feeling kind of left out. That's why I wanted to address it. So anyway. But never just, he, he should just push the button. And he should make – just like spend a week telling everybody, these are the rules, and we'll give everybody one more chance. Everybody's going to get let back in, and uh, these are the rules. Here they are. Blom, 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 blom. If you break them, you're gone. Exactly. I, I think that's a really great start for those that were kicked off just because they were Trump supporters. I mean, we're talking about hundreds of thousands of accounts oh, along yeah. with President the, Trump's. Yeah. I lost 175,000 followers in like, I went from like almost 600,000 then to, whew, man. It was, it was almost all 400. Yeah, yeah to, to, to almost 400, a little over 400. Then, like three days later, I lost 36,000 more. So I went below 400. I was like 390 after being almost 600. 
Exactly. They're just, I said, they're just going to wipe out all my followers and get rid of me. That's how they're getting rid of me. Well, and a lot, I've had to also explain to people that you and Elon Musk are not exactly on talking terms since. Everybody thinks that you can wave a magic wand. So let's remind them that you are currently blocked yeah. <laughs> from, by Elon Musk. I pissed and, him off too. <laughs> I didn't do anything either. I know. I just complained. I just rightfully complained the block button. Exactly. Um, should never be removed because, I mean, there's so many people who dox you and harass you, and there's so many people. More than anything, it helps him because you've seen it. In, if, if you're on X, you've seen all the people that say, I don't know about you, but you should contact this person for all your blah, blah needs and, and uh, you know, Bitcoin. I mean, there's thousands of them people, and they're advertising. They're not paying for advertising. It's a, it's a bot army to get free advertising on X on big accounts. And I block those. That helps them. That's exactly right. And we've got to get that relationship back on track. Seriously, you two can really help each other quite a bit. And and it shouldn't be like this. It really should not. I know he's probably just kidding in his way. But honestly, there's too much work to be done. And there's not enough time to do it. And it's going to take everybody. So I'm hoping yeah. that that relationship gets on the mend. I don't know. Maybe reach out to him. The, the New World Order's. <laughs> the, the, the new world order is coming after him he, they are. i'm a fan i got two million followers it's crazy to not have me fighting alongside he needs all the allies he can get well it's really true and here's the thing i mean i don't know maybe you use that aoc account you know that secret love affair between elon musk and aoc he may see that and then say hey this is really cat turd you know let's go ahead and patch this he thing knows he, know. he, he knows that account's mine because when I was, had it with the other person and they chickened out because they got a death threat and the, the other bigger AOC account. And uh, I asked him if I could get that account and he said yes. And then the, and the guy still wouldn't do it. So, uh, so he knows. He, he's he's aware that's my account. Well, I'm glad because he should be aware of it. I mean, and, and that's why I'm saying, I mean, maybe that's what the steps you have to take because it's really too important. We've got to fight together. And when I say that there was a love affair, I'm going to bring up this little nugget from the AOC and Elon Musk, and it's by Mays Moore's. It, it's just hilarious. Check it out. apologize. That was perfect. I'm breaking all the rules. I'm breaking all the rules. Well, I guess uh, we might make some mistakes. Who knows? I think one of the... Oh, of course it's going to spin on me. <laughs> Why would it not spin on me? You know, this has been a classic week of all of this, and a lot of people are talking about... China and its influence and everything else, but it's a hilarious video. I'm sorry you're not able to watch it here, but you can go over to at Moore and you can see the ending. It's hilarious. It's an exchange between AOC and Elon Musk, and it's about forgiveness. So I don't know. I was thinking that maybe you could mm, start patching that because it needs to happen. We're under attack but at all I don't have no way to contact him, so there's no patching it. Gosh. Well, maybe we can do it. Maybe all of us as a collective effort, we can start working on that because it's really an important alliance. And nobody is more for free speech than all of us. <laughs> We're on the same team. So anyway, well, it looks like one person that is hearing our calls and cries is Speaker Johnson, at least for now. If you think you're not effective, you all are. It's amazing. So after the meeting with Zelensky, Johnson remains firm. No Ukraine aid without enhanced border security. These are our conditions because these are the conditions of the American people. This is what Johnson said. So good. Good. Needed to happen. Well, we'll see. <laughs> you know, I know we have we'll to see. It's big, big, they always come out in big talk to try to get, get everybody on their side. And then right as they're going on Christmas vacation, they make some kind of deal and say, oh, well, you couldn't help. We just had to do it. We slip it so, in a bill somewhere. Yeah, yeah exactly. But it's really so we, true. We know they never do what they say they're going to do. So that, you know, with, with that record, it's hard to believe them. I'm glad he did it, but we'll just see if it, you know, if it lasts more than a week. They all say that at first. 
Well, I mean, here's the thing. We have got an open border, and it's so dangerous right now. I mean, the things that are coming across the border, it's incredible. Between the fentanyl, the human trafficking, and all the different things, you've got cartels that are on the border. People are coming over because they know Biden is never going to tell them to leave. We get that. I mean, we know exactly where we are with this whole border situation, and we know that they want illegals to vote. In fact, now all of a sudden you're starting to see the results of all of that. This is really something else, and they've got to do something about the border. They also, the two FISA warrants, which was huge, there was two bills from FISA. One yes. of them was just blanket, blanket, hey, they're just going to spy on anybody they want, the FBI, with no warrant. So they, they he decided they were going to take that up and pass it and i think they just got flooded with calls and they decided not to for now oh absolutely it was going to be the biggest spy operation ever on the american people i mean this yeah the fbi doesn't deserve anything they deserve to be defunded they have done nothing exactly to deserve anything exactly i mean this was a huge bill and so this, uh, and you know who's been really speaking out on it is Mike Lee. Uh, someone explained this to me, House GOP is being asked by Speaker Johnson to vote for this NDAA, a bill that forsakes virtually all reforms passed this summer in the House, all to add an extension of abusive sp- FISA spying until April 2025. Let's take them one by one. And he did this incredible thread about what it all means. And so here they all are. He goes on, Chip Roy's talking about it. You want to talk about your freedoms being ripped away? The House GOP would be voting for continuation of the unlawful taxpayer payer-funded abortion tourism policies that Tuberville fought against in the Senate and scored against the FRCA action, Catholic vote, heritage action, and others. Then the House GOP would be voting for continuation of taxpayer funding for transgender surgeries at the Pentagon, all while seeing the enormously disastrous consequences of these surgeries on mental health and well-being. The House GOP would be voting for continuation of race-based admissions at the military academies and while getting restrictions on critical race theory, continuation of DEI, diversity, equity, inclusion policies with token watered-down changes. Four, the House GOP would be voting for authorizing more funding for Ukraine to the tune of $300 million, which may or may not be objectionable on merits, but is objectionable without having a secure American border and thus opposed by 117 GOP House members in September. Number five, the House GOP would be voting for a bill that does not specifically ban drag shows, relying solely on the current administration's interpretation of standards as limiting any drag shows, but not banning them. Six, House GOP would be voting for continuation of foreign intelligence surveillance procedures, which demonstrably have been abused to spy on American citizens with no reforms just, just republicans yeah. not democrats they Until, only spy on, on 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 you know they're the democrat secret police so they don't spy on democrats they can do anything they want they can get away with murder obviously i mean look at what they're doing with president trump until 2025 how convenient right and then there is no reasonable basis besides swamp deadlines big money defense industry pressures and jet fume get out of town politics to support this bill the house gop should shelve the ndaa and pass a real fisa reform or not leave town until we do they're listening to every single thing that we are saying and i'm saying collectively those of you on social media your voices are bigger than you know the calls that you are making are bigger than you know this is huge they are paying attention they're trying to you know slither around like they normally do but they're not 
being able to. You're catching them right in their tracks. They're trying to show and, and shove 3,000 pages right in front of everybody last minute and think that they can go ahead and pass something and somebody isn't going to know what's out there. But people are doing their work. They are investigating. There are leaks. People know what are in these documents. And then social media lights up on fire and so do their phones. This is how we win. Somebody said today, um, since nobody reads these 3,000 page bill, won't we get somebody like Marjorie Taylor Greene to slip in term limits? Oh, what <laughs> a wonderful <laughs> idea. Yeah. Uh, we'll give you, we're going to give you all Ukraine funding and they'll be so excited, but slip in term limits. It'll be worth $60 billion for term limits. It'll be worth 60 trillion. Oh, Kat, I'm on board with that. Let's do that. <laughs> Since they never read it, slip in term limits. Two terms and you're out. All people who've been two terms got to leave. I love that. No, that's perfect. Oh my gosh. How do we do that? <laughs> Who do we bribe? They're not going to read it. You can't read 3,000 pages. Look. You can't read 3,000 pages in a couple of days if it's the best novel you've ever read in your life and it's the most interesting um, a sci-fi novel and it's going up and down. And, oh, my God, it's great. But lawyers speak 3,000 pages of subset B, article A, refer to this, just lawyer, contract, law speak. I mean, nobody can read that crap. Oh, my gosh. No. It takes 67,000 lawyers to write this shit. Nobody can read it or understand it. No. If they can even read it all, some of them, I wonder. I it Really, I do. I absolutely wonder about it. This is unreal. It really is. But that's a great idea. I don't know how we can do something like that. But wouldn't that be, a, be a unbelievable? Well, that's my idea. I just read it. I don't know. I wish I knew, could give them credit. But I was just like, um, you know, scanning it and saw it. I think that's a great, wonderful approach. Why not? They do that to us all the time. It would be oh, great yeah. to do it to them. So this whole border. Yeah, they're, they're yeah. just like, feed the poor bill. Hmm. It's the feed the poor bill. We're going to feed the poor. Uh, I can't believe he voted against the feed the poor, poor bill. And she voted against the feed the poor bill. What else does, is in the bill? Oh, you can get transgender sex changes at uh, uh, eight months old. Exactly. Yeah, that's how they do it. And then they say, you didn't support the feed the poor bill. <laughs> it's exactly They always name it something opposite of what it is. And then if you don't vote for it. Well, you didn't vote for say, you know, miracle of life, say, you know, the breeze fresh air bill. You are so right. That's exactly how it works. That's they run away with those headlines and it has absolutely nothing to do with what they claim it does. Nothing at all. Well, I just like the fact that they know that we have been squawking about this border because it is so out of control. And what's so great is that, unfortunately, I mean, in a way, it's a good and a bad, is that it's in the cities now. So people in the cities are actually being affected. When you've got illegal aliens that are lined up on the floor of police departments, they're in gymnasiums because they cannot house them all. They are taking the hotels, even plush hotels, away from people that are there simply for tourism. When they are taking veterans out of retirement homes and replacing them with illegal aliens. I don't know who that chaps the most, but absolutely me. And others, you as a veteran, Kat, I can only imagine what goes through your mind. I mean, here's the thing. They have absolutely no control over this border. They want this border to be open. It's very obvious. And they've been calling for people to come across it. When you talk about the fact that you've got border agents, they reveal illegal immigrants do not fear arrest, expect to be released into the U.S. under Biden. When you talk about what they are given just upon arrival, it's unbelievable. They're not doing anything like that for the American citizen at all. So they're encouraging all of this. Constant. And never impeach Secretary Mayorkas. Uh, no. I mean, they, brought they it put up it twice. Up and, they did, and they voted against it. Yep. The Republicans didn't have the votes. That is the most incredible thing. They're pitiful. I mean, this is unreal. So you've got policies by Secretary Mayorkas who encourage lawbreaking to such a degree that number of illegal aliens are actually turning themselves into border patrol agents expecting to be released rather than trying to escape across the border uncaught think about that 
they're expecting hi you know i'm here illegally okay go ahead and release me where's now five thousand dollar credit card <laughs> exactly where's my hotel room and how do i get there by plane or by bus that's where we are that is actually where we are right now i can't even believe it but it's really true um, but I mean, what's deterring them from, from going back? They know that if president Trump gets back in there, that's going to be one of the first thing that he does as he should, but this was a stolen election from the very beginning. Here you've got the Georgia State Farm Center election night report is proof that Christopher Ray's FBI was in on the election fraud cover-up and more. The Gateway Pundit have been covering this since the very beginning. They've done an outstanding job of explaining how and where they stole these elections. So this is the second part of the series on the FBI report on illicit and illegal election night activities at the State Farm Center in Atlanta, Georgia, on November 3rd, 2020. We know that President Trump won Georgia, okay? <laughs> we know this. And yet they stole that one as well. So as they reported on Monday, Chris Ray's FBI, along with Georgia Bureau of Investigation, GBI, and Secretary of State, Brad Raffsenberger's office, they released a report in June 2023 where they announced that they did not have, they did not uncover any violations. None, they said. Zero. During their investigation of the late night ballot counting at the State Farm Center in Atlanta, Georgia on election day on November 3rd, 2020, according to the report, teams of investigators from the FBI, GBI, and Georgia SOS, they conducted an independent and simultaneous interviews all around Fulton County election with workers who were involved in the processing and scanning of absentee ballots at State Farm Arena on election night. Now, investigators from the three law enforcement agencies also reviewed the entire unedited security video footage of the events in question at State Farm Arena. SOS investigators independently interviewed party observers who were present at the State Farm Arena that that evening. They say that they didn't uncover any violations or evidence of wrongdoing, and that's because they hid it from their report. We saw it. You watched it. I watched it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Isn't there running, running um, um, you know, ballots over and over, and then they end up getting a presidential award for it? They didn't see any of this, I guess, is what they're trying to claim. Ruby removes the stack of counted ballots from tabulator and straightens them up on the desk. We're still talking. They're doing nothing but talking about it still because all they're doing is covering it up. They've removed everything that they possibly can remove, just like Epstein Island. Same idea. Same clue. Same thing. Um, but here it is. They're going to say, mm, no. So what is shocking is that the FBI concluded that the female and male Georgia poll workers who jammed stacks of ballots through the voting machines numerous times on election night 2020 after observers were sent home did absolutely nothing wrong. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. I mean, they published a complete dishonest report. At the, the whole they gave him they put him on the January 6th committee and then, and then they had him testify against Trump to get him this and then they gave him a presidential award for what running ballots twice exactly it's on video I know it <laughs> they love to see you explain to me I've, you see them with a stack of them running them and then running them again oh my gosh let's watch it here let's say well let's hope our internet stays up for us but we'll see here you go after pulling out hidden boxes stuffed with ballots, footage analyzed by Gateway Pundit reveals Freeman apparently scanning the same stack of ballots over and over again. Surveillance cameras show these poll workers watched and waited until the GOP observers and reporters had left the room before they resumed scanning their ballots. These four workers then continued counting uninterrupted for over three hours until sometime after one in the morning. During this time, Ruby Freeman, as seen here in this video, repeatedly scanned the same batch of ballots at least three times, which is highly illegal, and it's all captured on tape. 
Freeman was working with her daughter, Andrea Moss, who was also her election supervisor and was also caught on camera as one of the four workers who remained behind after election monitors were forced to leave the building. Georgia's officials have made serious efforts to dismiss the evidence presented on these videos, but so far there has been no explanation as to why Ruby Freeman scanned the same ballots multiple times, nor why they remained behind while the rest of the building was evacuated. Lawyers said it's highly unusual for anyone to store briefcases full of ballots under tablecloths, and it's not clear when those briefcases were delivered or why Ruby Freeman and her daughter waited until GOP observers left before they got them out. Based on the number of ballots observed in the briefcases and the number of times Ruby Freeman scanned the same set of ballots, experts say they could easily account for the sudden and mysterious spike in votes for Joe Biden. Pearson Sharp, One American News. Unbelievable. I mean, come on. Oh, we yeah. didn't see anything. Nope. And they and then they put her on the January 6th. Trump, they thought that I was cheating. We didn't cheat. And then President, uh, 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 resident uh, uh, Scatterbrain, he gave him a, a presidential award. They gave Rush Limbaugh mm-hmm. for cheating. Is that not incredible? It's unbelievable. It's right there on video. I've been telling people this for years. It's there. You can see it. You can watch the whole thing. For three hours, they ran the same crap over and over and over again. They told everybody to leave. There was a water main break. There wasn't a water main break. You can see right in the room. And then they stayed behind, and they pulled something out of the desk, and they started counting the same ballots over and over for three hours. We see it's on video. We're not dumb. Twist it all you want. Give them medals. Do whatever you want. It's on video. You're all lying. Truth is right there on the video. It's on video. <laughs> Orson Welles, you know, you don't believe your own eyes. Don't believe your own ears. Believe incredible. us. Don't believe, the, don't believe the video you're watching. Believe us our words oh my and our fork tongues. Gosh. I, well, I mean, this is how ridiculous it is. They honestly were able to pull the wool over people's eyes before social media, before people were able to share videos and circulate real investigative reporting, right? This is why they are so terrified of social media platforms is because the truth comes out and these fancy dancy reports that they put out there those awards that they're handing out like candy they don't expect people to read or to watch or to trust what they see anymore unless it comes from the lamestream media but as you know they're failing big time huge they're failing everyone is turning them off no one is listening to them anymore they're getting their information as it comes out on social media long past the days of this lame stream running wild with a narrative we're so tired of being lied to but has anything changed as a result how can we guarantee that this isn't going to happen again in this upcoming election we can't do you think the rnc is on it do you think that they've got their people ready in position ready to go Uh uh-uh no They'll show up like they did before, late with a team of lawyers, after they've gotten calls that people are out here cheating. And then say, oh, wow, we're really doing something about the problem. No, you've done nothing about the problem. That should have been their number one concern, is election security, this entire time. And President Trump is just running away with it. But that just means that they're going to double down on all their efforts. They can't have President Trump win. There's no way. Unbelievable. Yes, it is. But that's why these attacks are what they are now. I mean, they really are. And when you start talking about the different things that are happening as a result, China's cyber army is invading critical U.S. services, including the power grid, ports, pipelines, water utilities. All of this is coming out. And, you know, those balloons that everybody said we were overreacting about? Here you go. China has made its way into critical American cyber infrastructure without being detected for over a year. The known targets include water utility in Hawaii, a port on the U.S. West Coast, and an oil and gas pipeline. The goal is for China to leverage a position over the United States to create chaos, cause panic, and disrupt logistics. Well, that's happening. 
every time I play a video, it just spins. <laughs> Man, I just had somebody sent me a. Uh, it just it's a one minute video of um, Biden to reporters. Hush up. Oh really? Is that where know, we are mean, with him? Retweet it. I'll play it. I'll re I'll retweet it and we'll just see what he. We'll see if we can play it. It's really been yeah. wild lately. I mean, I know Rumble's under uh, severe attack from you know the leftists. They they can't handle free speech because it proves how wrong they are. So they got to attack anybody saying it. Well, it makes them look like the fools that they are. I don't know who could stand up to these people. I, I mean, really, they they're just so ridiculous. So here it is. You've got Biden to reporters. <laughs> He's so pathetic. I'm sorry. I shouldn't laugh, but seriously, check him out. When, when he smiles like that, maybe he's stressed out. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hush up a second, okay? I've got one more thing to say. I've just signed another $200 million drawdown for the Department of Defense for Ukraine, and that'll be coming quickly. Thank you. Thank you. Just a vacant look. That's all it is. Just really a vacant stare. I just had to keep but playing I, it. See, I told you they named stuff weird. We're giving $200 million in drawdown money. Mm -hmm. So so if you say drawdown, everybody, oh, they were, they're drawing it down at least. <laughs> no, you just said the word drawdown and gave them $200 million more. You're so right. <laughs> <laughs> drawdown money. Look at it. It's on the little thing. Oh. New two hundred million dollars drawdown going to Ukraine. Yeah, let's just come up with some. Oh, please! It's just really it never ends. This fool has absolutely no idea what he's doing. I'm sure they're asking about Hunter. Of course, of course. That's actually what I thought that he was saying. Hush up, to to be honest. So here it is. We were just discussing it. Rumble under attack. CEO confirms unprecedented attack on free speech platform servers. Suspects political motive. Oh, absolutely. It's political. It's because of our freedom of speech. That's what they're trying to negate. So on Monday, you had Rumble CEO Chris Pavlovsky, who revealed that the free speech platform had been a victim of unprecedented attack. He suggested that it was to be carried out by those who seek to censor Rumble's creators and could be related to the platform's willingness to host certain videos, such as footage of January 6th Capitol riot. Yep. Bingo. Between that and COVID, that's pretty much got you covered. I can tell you that personally because we were on gaming platforms because we couldn't discuss any of that. And so now that you've got a platform like Rumble who supports free speech, who supports the creators that are bringing it to you and not trying to sugarcoat it or ignore it or bury it and all of that, then yeah, they are 100% a target. And that's why I completely support everything that they're doing, having been a victim of all of this, both of us, all of us really, from shadow banning on. So he did. He absolutely con confirmed it. It has to do with the J6 videos being posted on Rumble. And so bring them on. That's all I have to say. Let's keep playing them. I just interviewed a January 6th father who's running for Congress, Jeff Zink, and his son is facing all kinds of felonies up to 30 years in prison, and he didn't even enter the Capitol. I mean, that's what's so frightening here. Didn't even go inside. This is a cover-up of, you know, massive proportion. And they're going to do everything they can. They don't care who they step on to make sure that they continue to beat the drum on the lie. They are. They want to completely cover this whole thing up. And they know that the proof is in those videos. Yeah. That was... Well, you think the January 6th committee, remember? They raced all their crap. They knew it was so bad. 
they deleted everything, just like they did Hillary Clinton emails. I mean, it's the same exact thing. That's what I mean. They just go to the shelf and get a can. It's not a new script. It's the same script. They think that they have the power to do whatever it is that they want to. They don't handle process and protocol. No, they're rogue agencies. I don't know why we're continuing to fund them after what they have done. And everybody knows what they do. Now we just give them a $30 million building, the FBI. Oh, really? Yeah. That's nice. <laughs> they go in there and complain. Uh, he sits, he sits up there. Oh Lord. Hold on. Uh Oh, I got to get off here for a second. I'm getting calls again. Uh Oh, yep. So okay. I got to call back in. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, All right, so I will see you in just a second, mister, mister. All right. So the last time this happened, just so everybody knows, cat was swatted. And so we're going to continue on with the show until he gives me a sign. A sign. I'm looking for that sign, Cat, because now I start to worry. Um, but the last time he had to go in such an abrupt manner was when his property was swarmed by uh, all kinds of police and everything because somebody called in and said that, that he had stabbed someone and that he wanted to kill himself with a gun. So don't know what's going to happen with this one, but just so everybody knows, I will keep you posted. I've got my... My text message is up, and so I will let you know. And yes, he did get swatted again. He absolutely did. He has to go home and handle the situation. So you all are going to be stuck with me today. He's he's going to go onto his property. He's going to keep me posted so I can let you all know what's going on. Again, this is the thing. This is how the left fights back. This is how they try to shut us all down. Um, please keep Cat Turd in your prayers. I would appreciate that. I know he would too. And the animals. That's the number one thing that I really worry about. Cat Turd is not on the property right now, but those little animals are. And I say little, they're big. They're huge animals. They're like 80 and, you know, over 100 pounds, some of them. But they are on the property. And when you have got a call like this that goes in, what they want is to hurt somebody. They claim that the person is threatening to harm someone else. So you have agents that arrive on a site and they see that there are dogs. And if the dogs don't react kindly, which they're trying to protect their own property as they would, then I pray for the safety of the dogs and of course Cat Turd and also the officers who have been called in on something like this. I. This has happened to Marjorie Taylor Greene. It's happened to Tim Pool. It's happened to some of the biggest, um, Steve Bannon. It's happened to him as well. At some point, they've got to get a hold of all of this. This should be an absolute crime. This is attempted murder, if you really want to look at it for what it is. They are wishing harm. They are putting somebody in a position, and it's premeditated, all of it. So I will let you know um, what what happens this time around we've we've gone through this before and just again i'll just let you know just to please keep him and the puppies and cat turd ranch in your prayers here we go again this is right when we're talking about guess what rumble under attack ceo confirms unprecedented attack on free speech and we just started talking about january 6 do i think there are any coincidences no i absolutely do not so Rumble is under attack, Cat is under attack, all of us are under attack. So here it is, it says, um, I was planning to go live, but Rumble and locals are down. Lawyer and commentator Viva Free said in a post on X Monday afternoon, apparently it is a massive unprecedented attack. One that is likely politically motivated. If I have any updates, I will let everyone know. Godspeed, Rumble. So you had uh, Chris Pavlovsky, who confirmed Frey's suspicions, noting that the attack had been happening since this weekend. I also suspect it is political, he added, coming from activists and or organizations who want to censor our creators and related January 6th videos being posted on Rumble. We know exactly how this whole thing goes. We, we do. We've seen it before. 
and it's not going to stop anytime soon. They are terrified of you. And when I say you, I mean all of you. Every single one of you that uses your voices on the daily, they know who you are, just so you're aware. (laughs) You're not able to get underneath that radar. They know who you are. They've shadow banned you. They've singled you out. They know who you support, and they consider you to be a threat. It's as simple as that for spreading the truth. What I do is double down, and that's exactly what I've seen all of you do. So congratulations. You are the enemy of the deep state. The state, the deep state that's trying to absolutely destroy our country, take away our freedoms, our God-given rights, and all of that. So you've got Chris, the CEO of Rumble, who says, I can confirm this attack has been unprecedented. It has been happening since this weekend. That explains what happened on my Saturday show as well. I also suspect it is political coming from activists and or organizations who want to censor our creators and related to J6 videos being posted on Rumble. So this absolutely, it's unhinged behavior. These are all kinds of people that are starting to weigh in from enemies of free speech. That's Elijah Schaefer. Then you have somebody else, James Lasher, who says their attack, they show that Rumble is worth fighting for because free speech is worth fighting for. And it's true. This is far from the first time Rumble has been targeted. In November, for example, the platform suffered a major DDoS attack after Pavlovsky pledged to join Elon Musk and go thermonuclear as well following a Media Matters hit piece on X. A DDoS attack is a cyber crime where the attackers flood a server with internet traffic to prevent users from accessing connected online services and site. Essentially, it renders the website unusable. Wow. So I haven't heard anything back from Kat, and I'm sure that he is um, handling the situation like he always does. I'm glad that he identified it immediately. That's the great news is that this is not our first rodeo this time around. So he kind of knows what to expect. And um, so anyway, again, this is just more of the same stuff. But I'll go ahead and show you his message to me, just so you all know that He's, you know, he's got this like Kat always does. Um, let me just show you in this way. You, you'll all feel a little bit better. I know it's hard to be on the other side and, and not have a direct line to him <laughs> saying, hey, you know, what's going on every second. But this is what he, this is what he just sent to me. I just got swatted. I have to go home to handle this. And so he is on site and I will keep you posted with all of the texts and keep it as you know, so you can see everything as they come in. Ugh, cannot stand people that really, I mean, this is a thing they're losing. That's what's so bad about them. They're losing this entire war and they know it. And they know that you know what the truth is. So here we go. What's happening in Iowa? All right, so today we named the show Trump Owns Iowa. Well, he does, and he owns everything else as well. So here it is. What's happening in Iowa is a huge news for Trump, but other candidates won't like how the caucus is shaping up. A little more than a month away from the first votes of the GOP primary race, President Trump's first place position has gotten even stronger. Results of a major poll released Monday show Trump has expanded his lead over Republican rivals in the first in the nation contest, while concerns among his supporters about his legal problems appear to be diminishing. And while Trump's competitors might not like that, there's one historical comparison on the table that Democrats should like even less. Well, according to NBC News, Des Moines Register, Mediacom poll, the 45th president holds the support of an outright majority of Iowa Republicans, with 51% of those responding, while Florida Governor Ron DeSanctimonious is in a firm second at 19%, and former United Nations Ambassador Nikki Haley is at 16%. Deeper down in the also-ran ranks are the incessantly irritating entrepreneur Vivek Ramaswamy (laughs) at 5%. I didn't say that. (laughs) 
<laughs> that is what the Gateway Funded said. And former New Jersey Senator Krispy Kreme, Christy, at 4%. On Monday, you have Steve Kornacki, a national political correspondent for NBC News. He broke down the numbers for the Morning Joe program and compared Trump's lead to a previous Republican primary frontrunner. Here it is. Trump is now polling at 51% in Iowa. NBC News Des Moines Register poll. The Des Moines Register poll is taken by Ann Selzer. She is known as one of the best in the business and certainly the authority when it comes to polling on Iowa. So let me show you these numbers. Republican side for the Iowa caucuses. We now have Donald Trump leading with an outright majority in Iowa, 51%. Ron DeSantis, a very distant second at 19. Nikki Haley, 16. Ramaswamy and Christie at four. We last polled Iowa in October, also with the Des Moines Register. Since then, look at this, Donald Trump's lead. He has added eight points to his total. DeSantis up a couple. Haley, who had been moving flat, uh, I think it's significant. Because in the month leading up to this poll, you had Ron DeSantis pick up the endorsement of the governor of Iowa, the endorsement of a key evangelical leader in Iowa, got a lot of press attention for completing a 99-county tour of Iowa, had a Fox News debate against Gavin Newsom in front of millions of Republican-leaning voters, and was part of that fourth Republican debate last week that Donald Trump wasn't in. So for all those things that we thought might be giving DeSantis a boost over the last month, it is Trump, despite not participating in the debates again. It's Trump who's made the big gains. Trump who's moved to 51% in this Iowa poll. Just a couple other numbers we can show you behind this. These are evangelical voters in Iowa. Remember, Donald Trump finished third with this group in 2016 when he ran in Iowa and lost. Now he leads it overwhelmingly, exact same number as what he gets overall. Evangelicals could make up two out of every three caucus goers in Iowa. That was the case the last time around. Where Trump really turns it on, though, it is first time caucus goers. This tends to be a younger group overall. Look at that. 63% of folks who say for the first time they're going to go to a caucus are rallying behind Donald Trump. This is independence. Independents are a small share of the Iowa electorate, but I think it gets to the basic problem Nikki Haley has. Look how much better Nikki Haley does among independents. It's true in Iowa. It's true in New Hampshire. Nikki Haley now. <laughs> No, I'm going to stop him right there on Neocon Nikki. But anyway, as you can see, President Trump is running away with it. And that's another reason why they are doing everything that they can to make sure that they silence him. It's scary stuff, but it's it's where we are right now. Okay, so real quick, I'm going to go on over to our sponsor for today. And that way, I will keep you also updated on CAT and let you know what's going on here. Today's sponsor is in the litter box you've got medical emergency kit and this is from the wellness company so recent clusters of respiratory illnesses in northern china and now outbreaks of what is being referred to as white lung syndrome in the united states are littered across headlines right now shining light on the need to be prepared for unexpected medical emergencies sound familiar right with almost 90 percent of pharmaceuticals in the u.s being produced outside of the U.S., will you have what your family needs when the next for the next crisis? Like we saw with COVID, countries clamp down on exports and they stockpile during crises. So you have a causing of the price to increase and pharmacy shelves in America are empty. We saw this whole thing with ivermectin and everything else. That's why this is really great. You've heard me talk before about it, so I'm bringing it up to you again for a time such as this, the Wellness Company's Medical Emergency Kit. The Wellness Company is home to Dr. Peter McCullough and Dr. Drew Pinsky, and truth-telling doctors who are rooted in their commitment to building a parallel, parallel healthcare system and empowering you to take control of your health. So in a time where 40% of Americans, and we've talked about this before, who would rather avoid a doctor or hospital unless absolutely necessary, the wellness company's medical emergency kit provides a solution. This kit includes eight potential life-saving medications, including amoxicillin, z and that's right, ivermectin, for you to keep on hand along with a guidebook for safe use. So... Today, you can go to TWC, 
health forward slash cat turd and you can grab your medical emergency kit right now. That's twc.health forward slash cat turd. Use the code cat turd and you will save 10% at the checkout. I was thrilled they used the promo code cat turd. It makes it easy for everybody to remember. But yes, these are some of the same concerns that we've had in the past. Drug shortages hit record highs. What's behind China's mysterious wave of childhood pneumonia. Okay, here we go with the fear factors again. U.S. drug shortages are forcing impossible choices for Americans, expert tells Senate committee. And then, of course, you've got Ohio is the first state to report white lung syndrome outbreak. So they've already started all of this stuff. It's great to know that you can go straight over to the wellness company, and I'm going to drop it into chat so that you all have it. But just use the code CATTURD, and you'll be able to get there safe and sound and get everything that you need. Check them out. Awesome. All right, so everybody's freaking out because President Trump... (laughs) He didn't even have to get on the debate stage, okay? He didn't even have to do that. So that's kind of where we are with this whole thing. It's really a shining example of how far they have fallen. President Trump is completely taking it away. So what does the left always do? Well, in response, here they are. You've got the U.S. Supreme Court responds to Jack Smith's request for ruling on Trump's immunity argument. So the U.S. Supreme Court justices on Monday, they responded to special counsel Jack Smith's request to quickly rule on Trump's immunity claims. Jack Smith on Monday asked the U.S. Supreme Court to weigh in on Trump's immunity claim. So in September, Trump was hit with four counts in Jack Smith's January 6th case in Washington, D.C.'s, the conspiracy to defraud the United States, conspiracy to obstruct an official proceeding, obstruction of an attempt to obstruct an official proceeding, and conspiracy against rights. Jack Smith is fighting to keep the March 4th trial date, one day before Super Tuesday in his January 6th case against Trump and D. Slees. Trump's lawyers argued that Trump is immune from federal prosecution for alleged crimes committed while he served as U.S. president. Jack Smith skipped over the appellate court and went straight to the Supreme Court, the U.S. Supreme Court, on Trump's immunity claims. This case presents a fundamental question at the heart of our democracy. Whether a former president is absolutely immune from federal prosecution for crimes committed while in office. This is what Smith wrote in the Monday filing. The only reason for this petition is to seek to guarantee a trial of Trump and possible conviction before the election. That is according, and that is a quote from constitutional expert Jonathan Turley. In a brief order, the Supreme Court signaled that it would grant Jack Smith's request for an expedited consideration. The court's brief did not signal what it ultimately would do. This is according to the AP. The high court ordered Trump's lawyers to respond by December 20th. According to the AP, the Supreme Court is scheduled to meet next on January 5th, 2024. Anything that they can possibly do to make sure that they can get a conviction and they can get that picture of President Trump in handcuffs. It's not going to help them, but it opens up the door. And President Trump has absolutely been pounding that drum. He's been talking about that door being open because what does it do? Move over, Barry. Move over all the others, right? I mean, Bush and and Clinton. Hmm. So D.C. Drano is also reporting on it. He says, be careful what you wish for. If Jack Smith is able to prosecute Trump for actions he took while sitting as a sitting president, guess who that can be used against once Trump is back in charge? Democrat presidents. So here it is. You've got the Supreme Court who agrees to special counsel Jack Smith's request to take up Trump presidential immunity claim. Trump must respond by December 20th. So that is definitely absolutely making the rounds and it'll be interesting to see what happens nothing has 
affected President Trump. His numbers have gone up, not down. So this is a lightning case that's got everybody in the swamp talking about it because, hey, move over, Biden. Guess what? You can be on the hot seat, too. So he is using, Jack Smith is using Trump's phone data at January 6th trial in D. Sleaze. That's the latest and greatest. So now you've got special counsel Jack Smith. He's going to use Trump's phone data at his January 6th trial in D.C. This is according to a new court filing. And in September, Trump was hit with four counts in the January 6th case set up. And I've read you those, the conspiracy to defraud the United States, conspiracy to obstruct an official proceeding, obstruction of an attempt to obstruct an official proceeding, and conspiracy against rights. Well, according to the court filing, Jack Smith will call in an expert to testify on Trump's phone data and location on January 6, 2021. The expert witness has reportedly extracted and processed data from Trump's phone and one other individual. So now they're going after his phone. Not only are they doing that, but they've also tried to reinstate the gag order. Good luck. Good luck. So expert one has knowledge, skill, experience, training, and education beyond the ordinary layperson regarding the interpretation and visual representation of geographic location data. The government expects that Expert One will testify about his, her, use of the ArcGIS, the Geographic Information System software, to create a map of the Google location history data produced in response to a search warrant. Now, isn't it interesting that they can do all of these wonderful things, and yet they can't figure out who had the cocaine in the White House, or who the SCOTUS leaker was, or what in, what the client, client list at Epstein Island contains. It's amazing. Or how many people voted illegally in our elections. Incredible what can happen with GPS tracking, isn't it? So specifically, Expert One plotted the location history data for Google accounts and devices associated with individuals who moved on January 6, 2021, from an area at or near the ellipse in to an area encompassing the United States Capitol building. His, her testimony will apparently describe and explain the resulting graphical representations of that data and it will aid the jury in understanding the movements of individuals towards the Capitol area during and after the defendant's speech at the ellipse. The federal, this is according to the federal prosecutor. Well, the expert witness will also determine when and where Trump was when he used Twitter at the U.S. Capitol on January 6, 2021. Expert three has knowledge, skill, expertise, training, and education beyond the ordinary layperson regarding the analysis of cellular phone data, including the use of Twitter and other applications on cell phones. The government expects that expert three will testify that he or she extracted and possessed data from the White House cell phones used by the defendant and one other individual, individual one, and then two reviewed and analyzed data on the defendant's phone and on individual one's phone, including analyzing images found on the phone and websites, visited, determined the usage of these phones throughout the post-election period, including on or around January 6, 2021, and four specifically identified the periods of time during which the defendant's phone was unlocked and Twitter application was open on January 6, the prosecutor wrote. Well, in that case, we should know everything about all of the the telephone calls that Piglosi made, all of the telephone calls that McConnell made, all of the different telephone calls that Capitol Police made, and everybody else that was involved, Schumer and others. That's what I would call for. If you open the door, be ready to cross over the threshold because that's exactly what I would get on right away is looking what all of these other characters that played a significant role or didn't in some cases when President Trump was calling for 10,000 National Guard to protect the Capitol, what were they doing? Absolutely nothing. Okay, everyone. So here's the deal. I know you want an update. I haven't gotten anything from Kat. Um, again, 
But what we're about to do is we're going to switch over to our Locals channel where we're going to continue on with this show. If you are not subscribed, you can just push the Littermate red button and we're going to head on over there. I hope we're still not under attack. If we're not able to, the show is still going to record. I'm going to continue going through all of these stories and keep you updated on Kat and how he's doing, just so you know. But I'm going to switch over there right now. For everybody else, thank you so much for joining us. Please keep Cat Turd and Cat Turd Ranch in your prayers. This is a horrible situation. It was the first time around, and it is the second time around. But he absolutely is in God's hands, and I know that he's being well looked after. So please keep him in your prayers. Anyway, I'll see you tomorrow at 3 if you're not going to join us over on Locals. But you be safe, be kind to one another, and we will see you later.